Happy, happy, happy Saturday. Blessings from JL's Hammer. The Introverted Minister podcast is alive and well, and this is our episode number two. I want to send blessings to each and every one of you who identify as introverts in your personality. I want you to know on this Saturday that being introverted is not a deficit. Being introverted is not a negative. Being introverted does not mean that you are in a state of retardation. It does not mean that you are a person who is striving to conform to be an extrovert. No. To be an introvert is to be made in the image of a real and living God. I want you to know that on this Saturday, you have been commended by God and you have been approved. You have been accepted in the beloved with the personality that you have. For those of you who are very introspective, from those of you who gather great strength from being in an intimate place with the spirit of God. For those of you who don't mind speaking to people, there's just a time limit that you can do that on and be effective and be efficient and be impactful for the kingdom of God, that there is nothing wrong with you. That this indeed is the way that the creator God designed you to be, designed me to be. Be effective and embrace who you are in Christ The fallacy of ministry for so many years in different denominations is that you cannot be an extrovert and be a minister of Jesus Christ. The perception of ministry is that our impact is based upon the numbers that we reach, that our impact and our resolve and our credentials for ministry are based upon our wanting to be in the throngs of the people, to be amongst the multitudes. But this morning I come to tell you that we as introverts are still reflective of the image of Christ Jesus. Did you know that there were times when Jesus moved away from the multitudes purposely so that he could pray and be in communion with his father? Do you know that there was a time that Jesus gets into Peter's boat? He doesn't go and stand amongst the people. He doesn't go find a wooden pulpit to stand behind, but instead he gets into the boat and he says, push me away from the people. Push me away from the land. I will preach from the boat. There were times when Jesus could feel virtue coming from him when people touched him, when the thrones came and when the people began to bring their family and their friends and their neighbors before him to receive healing, that Jesus would often come to a place where he was weak, where he could feel virtue leaving him. And so that's no different for many of you, for many of us, that when we do ministry, as God has called us to do, when we show up where God calls us to show up, when we do minister hope and encouragement, and many times it is the introvert that will laugh. It is the introvert that will cry with. We are empathetic people. We are people who can understand what others are feeling, even if we are not feeling that in our own lives, even if we've never had that experience. God has blessed us to be able to be those who can feel, who can empathize, who can sympathize. And we are people that once we do that, we can feel virtue leaving. And therefore, we require substantial amounts of time to be rebuilt up, to be rebuilt up in the spirit, to be refilled. So that is nothing strange. That's nothing that Jesus did not experience. We are still created in the image of God. And just as Jesus needed time to commune with his father, we also require that time. 
So understand this, that according to 2 Corinthians, Paul writes his letter in chapter 3 to the churches at Corinth. And he's explaining what it is like to be a leader in the church. He is also explaining to them that because they are members of the body of Christ, because they have been born again, that God himself has commended them, that God has approved them to be ambassadors, to be ministers of this new covenant. And he writes in 2 Corinthians 3 and 4, such confidence we have through Christ before God. Not that we are competent in and of ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Paul says that you have been commended by God, not by man. And so as an introvert, it is very important that we don't gauge the impact of our ministry. And when I say ministry, not just pulpit ministry, but ministry as God has called you to deliver it. Ministry to your next door neighbor, ministry to the people at the grocery store, ministering to those whose hearts have been hurt, ministering to those whose souls seem to have a hole in them and you're being drawn to them to bring them encouragement, to bring comfort, to bring the love of Christ. However it is that God is calling you to minister, understand that because you are born again introvert, it is God who has commended you to do what you're doing, that you have the approval of God, that you have been called to be an ambassador of this new covenant gospel. So before you give God a list of all the many reasons why it can't be so that he's calling you into ministry, why it can't be so that he has chosen you. Remember Moses? Moses did the same thing. God called Moses and said, listen, I'm going to set the people of Israel free. They need a leader to lead them out. And that leader is going to be you, Moses. And Moses began to give God every kind of excuse possible of why he was not qualified to be a leader, why he was not qualified to lead a people out of a place where he had once lived and thrived in, why he was not qualified. And for all the reasons that he gave, God continued to come back to him to tell him that God would be his sufficiency. He even told him at one point, Moses said, I don't speak well. I don't speak well enough. For many introverts, we can we can have everything we want to say in our minds and then we open our mouths and nothing <laughs> that we thought uh, would sound good comes out. And we often judge how we uh, release words of God. We judge how we release uh, or how we speak. We kind of cringe anytime that we go back and listen to a recording of ourselves. We're always judging where we think we're off and what we should have done better, blah, blah, blah. But understand that even in that, you're judging yourself by your own man-made guidelines and blueprints. But the Lord says that when he calls you and he commends you, that just as he did for Moses, he said, Moses, I know you don't think you speak well enough. You have a brother named Aaron and he's going to come alongside. Aaron speaks well. Aaron is eloquent. So at times when you feel like uh, you, you are sorely lacking in that area, you will have someone by your side. But then even still, as we read about Moses, hardly do we find Aaron speaking for Moses. Hardly do we find a time where God is telling Moses to speak to the people that Moses does not speak. And not one time doesn't even mention Moses' speech impediment. None of the people say, Moses, we don't want to follow you because you stutter, you sound awful, your thoughts, the words you're speaking are incoherent. 
We don't understand you. Not one time is that recorded. Not one time that all any of the shortcomings that Moses thought he had come into play with the people. One thing I did love about Moses is that Moses went up on the mountain and spent, what, 40 days in the presence of the Lord. Now that sounds like a real introvert to me. Yes, he was a leader. Yes, Moses was there during, you know, the Red Sea is splitting and all the curses are coming and, you know, the signs and the wonders. But Moses went on top of that mountain and spent 40 days with God. And if that's not an introverted thing right there, I don't know what it is. So be encouraged on today. Many of the things that we look at because we are introverted that we see as negative, that we see as destructive, as we see as deficient, God is saying, no, there's glory in those things because there are people who have the exact same personality who need your way of delivering the gospel. There were people with your same personality who are looking for somebody with Christ living on the inside of them to speak hope, to speak life, to speak positivity, to speak grace, to preach faith. So hold tight to your personality. Allow the Holy Spirit to work through that personality and allow him to show you those things that you think are worthless. Those things that you think don't bring God glory. Allow him to show you how to use those things to his glory. Don't discount the weaponry that God has given to you as an introvert. But in everything that you do, do what is unto him. Being an introvert is not being deficient. Being an introvert is to reflect a specific part of Christ that honored the Father with solitude and solace, with times of intimacy, with regulated conversations, and with regulated time frames and frequencies for ministry to be administered. I want you to be encouraged today. Don't give up the fight. Don't give up the battle. Introverts arise. Blessings.